when I'd been hurting, and hurting bad. I'd leaned on our friendship to get the name of a dealer. I'd scored from him many times after. Then he got busted and was doing six years in Mount Joy. I was living in Bailey's Hotel, run by a woman in her eighties. I'd recently been given a new room, almost a self-contained apartment. The feature I liked most was the skylight, for the glimpse of the sky. Man, I felt the endless longing that entails. If I could ever figure out what it was I'd longed for, I might be happy. Didn't seem to be about to happen any time soon. A large wardrobe contained my charity shop clothes. Till recently, I'd owned a leather coat bought in Camden Lock. It got nicked at mass. If I see a priest wearing it, I will truly throw my hat in. Blind against the wall were my books, a hodgepodge of crime, poetry, philosophy, and miscellaneous. They gave me comfort. Some days they even acted like reassurance. I was rationing my cigarettes, a five a day, and if there's a more subtle torture, I don't know it. As a further step towards shaky rehabilitation, I'd even changed brands. Was now buying silk cut the shittiest level of tar, the ultimate con by the tobacco companies. These ultra-cigs had recently been revealed to be more dangerous than the regular lungbusters. I knew this, but my chest seemed to appreciate the gesture. Jeff, my friend, had bought me a month's supply of patches. They sat in a drawer, a mix of recrimination and aspiration, much like the now-depleted clergy. When Stuart was sentenced, I'd figured that was goodbye. He wasn't the type to do well in prison. They'd eat him alive. The day he was sent down, I was in Nestor's, a tepid coffee before me. I told Jeff about him, laid out the jagged brief history of my dealings with the guy. Jeff, polishing a glass, listened till I was done, asked, You're clean now? Off the dope, you mean? Yeah, I am. He put the glass beside a line of gleaming others, said, and fuck him. I thought that was a little harsh. Said, that's a little harsh. Jeff looked me full in the face, took his time, said, he was peddling dope. That's the scum of the earth. I kind of liked him. That's you all over, Jack. Always the odd man out. Is there a defence to this? I didn't have it. Down the bar sat the perennial sentry, a mainstay of Irish pubs, lestways the old ones, they prop up the counter, a pint glass before them, always half full, or half empty, depending on your perspective. They rarely talk, save in pronouncements like, We'll never get a summer, or We won't find it till Christmas. The World Cup, shambles that it was, had recently finished. Conspiracy theories, dodgy linesmen, atrocious referees had provided a feast of horrendous sport. The sentry said, them Cameroons was robbed. I stared at him, and he added, I had a bet on Italy, got seven to one, five goals disallowed, it was a thunder and disgrace. Thing is, he was right. But he became highly suspicious if he ever agreed with them, so I gave a non-committal smile. This seemed to satisfy as he resumed staring into his pint. I don't know what he hoped to find. Maybe the lottery numbers are an answer for Eamon Dunphy. I asked Jeff, what do I owe for the coffee? Ah, not a buddy. How's Serena May? Ah, she's trying to walk. Can't be long now. 
Watch out then, eh? Outside Nestor's, I turned up the collar of my Garda all-weather coat. A light drizzle was coming down, nothing major. A bunch of South Koreans passed, still dazed from the World Cup. I knew who they were as they jackets with soul rules on the back. A double entendre, if ever there was one. Ask the Italians. A former neighbour from my Hidden Valley days was sitting on a bench near the Great Southern Hotel. He hailed me and I walked over. He launched, You know I'm no singer. Well, I was in McSwickens the other night. I'd more than my quota. A Norwegian woman started chatting to me. I knew she was from there, one of them coal countries. She had a frosty face. All of a sudden I began to sing, For the Good Times. He paused, shaking his head at the wonder of it. I knew Willie Nelson had recently played in Kilkenny, telling a delighted crowd he needed the money to pay the light bill.